Today on Locked On Rockies, they've done it. The franchise record. 99 losses and probably still counting. What's that mean for the Colorado Rockies? You are Locked On Rockies. Your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for TTA, the 25th day of September in the year 2023. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day and if your team is the Colorado Rockies guess what you're in the right spot that's what we do around here each and every day even when the team loses more games than they've ever lost in the history of the franchise we're still talking Rockies baseball here on the Locked On Rockies podcast I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire Paul Holden bringing you your daily Rockies talk for three seasons now here on the Locked On Rockies podcast and following this team all my life and uh, we are proud to be your first listen of the day we're also on your favorite streaming services we're also on sirius xm and the sirius xm app where you can find all your play-by-play coverage of the of the rockies for the rest of the season and next year as well and of course you can catch your postseason action there on sirius xm as well today on the show 99 losses they're here they've done it we got to talk about that. It's, you know, we've talked a little bit about this already. It's a big theme. It's a big moment. It's something we have to keep talking about because it's just where my mind is at because of, of, of trying to be hopeful, but still mixed in with just kind of the realities of this team as well. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about missed opportunities in Chicago. It fills into what I'm going to be or what I'm mentioning there uh, about where I'm feeling about the team currently as well. So kind of all mixes together. Uh, so we'll dive into all of that. But before we do, today's episode brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks and you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And maybe you slept through this series against the Cubs, but the Rockies were not able to shake up the Cubs standings there in the wild card. In fact, they were able to help the Cubs solidify their spot in the wild card standings. Exactly what the Cubs needed, actually, uh, in the wake of a really tough stretch for them as they were a, a team on the outside looking in. They now find themselves a full game above Miami and two and a half games above Cincinnati and uh, they needed that four-game sweep because now it makes them uh, – or three-game sweep, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, against the Rockies because that makes them uh, four and six over their last ten now, uh, snapping a really abysmal streak. And you have the Atlanta Braves coming into town uh, or going to – uh, Atlanta there and so you, it ain't going to get any easier for you if you're Chicago the fight is still very much on for them but they have now moved into a tie in the second wild card spot with Arizona and so the Cubs really excited about how things panned out uh as Rockies fans and really just Denver sports fans this weekend were just walloped uh with missed opportunities and uh tough losses I mean the football side of thing was much more worse uh, in, in both the college and professional side of things. But the reality set in officially uh, yesterday after the game, 
this has been the worst season statistically in Colorado Rockies history. And while we don't always dwell on the negatives, while we criticize, and 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 I think I try to do a pretty good job of mixing things and you know, not not letting the team off the hook, but not ignoring some of the things and not looking in the long grand scheme of things. But it's a big bummer to be here. Uh, it's a really big bummer to me that the end of the season is just kind of going to go and it's going to happen and it's going to happen ceremoniously because of how many losses the Rockies have had. But it just kind of reminds me of, unfortunately, this year was rather forgettable. You and 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 I don't say that to take away from the encouraging things that we've seen from the awesome and exciting rookies that we have and the other things that we that that we have talked about and focused on. I'm not ignoring I just can't sit here and ignore the fact that this was still a time of, of immense possibility for the Rockies, at least when in my eyes, when they were making the playoffs in those back-to-back years and, and to be here still doesn't feel all that real sometimes. And, and, and I know it's, you know, it, it still might've happened if the Rockies stayed course, it still might've not worked out the injuries and there's all those things, but it doesn't matter because the Rockies were one of the worst teams in baseball in 2023 and that will be forever. They will they the Rockies are are basically tied with the Royals and A's. Teams that 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 handle these processes drastically different. Teams with immense more challenges to what they can do, what they're able to do, what their team's philosophies are. And I just look at the Rockies and I hope that this moment that this season signals that you can't operate the way that you have for the first 30 years of your existence. You can't keep hoping you get lucky with a couple of things and not actually building around and using your resources. The Rockies don't de- we, we we harp on this. We ham- we hammer this home. The Rockies don't deal with the same challenges as these other teams that historically struggle. This team could be something that is a legitimate slam dunk. You just have to build around it. And and I, I, I can't sit here and say that I'm super fully confident that this team can rebuild itself, even though they haven't admitted it and the, and the moves they made have actually embraced rebuilding and some of these young guys. I worry about the Rockies' ability to attract talent to Coors Field. I mean, every single time you read a piece, I read I read today the uh, the MLB trade rumors offseason outlook for the Rockies and the the potential pitchers that they could bring in and and, and things like that. And it, you know, it's just the Rockies. It's so it's such a bummer when your offseason outlook for pitchers that you can get that this team desperately needs. That so many other teams in the league, even bad teams, could go out and entice a pitcher to come. But, ah, Coors Field. Can't do that. Can't hang there. Can't, don't want to go there. No chance. Money's not worth it. Team stinks. X, Y, Z, whatever reasons that they have. To think that the, the only the only teams or players the Rockies can can go after are 
players at the tail ends of their career trying to just keep themselves in the game and have stuff that doesn't work for Coors Field, doesn't work to help the Rockies, doesn't work to help keep them in games and go through and navigate challenges. I mean, I don't want Noah Syndergaard. I don't want that to be the big splash pitcher the Rockies go out and get. But the Rockies have to do something. But what can they do? And all of these what-ifs and, and, and all of these things and the season itself are, are all, are, are not all, I guess. You, you, I, it, we can't be so definitive, but are mostly, if not entirely, self-created and self-inflicted. This team had possibilities to capitalize on moments where they were getting peak performance, especially from pitchers, and moments that they had successful pitchers in that and at least the ability to go in and, and, and navigate situations where your stay your Super Bowl pen implodes and could bounce back from them. But just like the Rockies have shown this season in, in situations where they found themselves down or when they give up a big inning, how confident should I really uh, how confident should I really be in this team's the entire organization's ability to rebound after this season. Cause 2024 ain't going to be much better, but that's the brass tacks of things. It, it, it will be a little bit better, but the starting pitching depth is, is still going to be a problem. It's still going to be a factor. And this team is going to look and say, ah, well, you know, we could, well, let's just keep rocking and rolling with Chase Anderson and Chris Flexen. And that ain't going to help you. It's not going to beat the Dodgers. It's not going to help you be the surprising young team of next year. It's not going to help you be the Reds and be ahead of schedule. It's not going to help you get the most and the best out of your players. So while we're reflecting on this, and while there are pieces and things that I am excited by, I am encouraged by, and I want to see, and I'm excited to see from the Rockies, my hesitation still feels like it's at an all-time high. My, my optimism is still so capped by the Colorado Rockies that I still I need to be completely surprised. Similar to how they handled the trade deadline. I, I, like, like I've talked about I've talked about this a bunch. That trade deadline was really, really surprising to me. But that's not enough. For me to sit here and say that this team is going to make sure that they're moving on in the right direction. Because while there are things to be encouraged by, this team is still losing and still losing a lot. And is on and and they aren't just gonna lose a hundred games. It's gonna be a hundred and some change. And there's a chance the Rockies finish below th third worst in baseball. It's a slim chance, but it can happen. At least they're finishing the year at Coors Field. Uh, let's keep talking about this. Let's uh, also, uh, we're going to look at uh, one of the biggest frustrations from this uh, weekend series against the Cubs, which was uh, runners in scoring position and not driving them in and runners left on. We're going to get to uh, to those coming up in segments two and three of today's episode of Locked on Rockies. But before we do that, got to tell you about some of the folks that help make this show possible, and that includes DoorDash. If you're missing the syrup for your pancakes or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer with DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get what you want 
when you need it. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order to up to a $20 value when you use code Locked on MLB at check at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms do apply. That's 50% off up to $20. Uh, no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Locked on MLB. Don't forget that's code Locked on MLB for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, dealing you out. Your daily Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where your subscription is the best way to help the show. Much appreciated. Shout outs to all of you that have made us your first listen of the day and continue to do so here. Uh, and we are chatting about the the philosophy of the Rockies and, and just kind of the mindset and just kind of where my head is at with the team right now and it was a debbie downer first segment and i don't want to i don't it's tough because i don't want to always just sit here and dwell in the negative but but look at what look at the state of the team best stretch of baseball they've played all year the longest winning streak at five first nl west series win and then they go on and get double swept on the road in situations where they had leads and lost leads, in situ, and I know the bullpen's overworked, the starting rotation depth, all that context matters absolutely. But I'm I, but in these challenging moments, and in this challenging part of the season, I'm not blown away by the Rockies navigating this i i am i i think it's great that the rockies have turned to their the, the future young core or what they think is the future young core of this team in this time and continue to send them out there and continue to have them navigate and go through this part of the season that stuff's going to pay off but as we're sitting there and as we're and, and as we're we are finding silver linings and, and and are finding things to be encouraged about the other issues with the Rockies are so exposed, though. This pitching mess is, is going to take a lot to figure out. These significant injuries to two key pieces, the decline in velocity of Kyle Freeman, Austin Gomber's up and down, but best season yet before getting injured. Your aging vets, your... Bullpen that has at times been one of the best, but clearly shown when overworked, it can collapse upon itself. Those type of questions are not easy ones to answer. Those issues in those situations with the Rockies aren't easy ones to answer. I'm confident in the Rockies infield. I got no questions about the Rockies infield. I know what it looks like. I know what the Rockies plans are, and I know most likely how it's going to shake out. Outfield, pretty good, pretty good idea of that as well. Even with a, a struggling Brenton Doyle at the dish, there's it, they're still going to it's still pretty pretty determined out there. 
but pitching the ultimate question mark. This is this season especially just highlights the significance of pitching. The role of pitching, how hard it is to pitch at Coors Field, the health of pitchers, the how much you can commit to relievers in the bullpen and how long, what works at Coors, what doesn't work at Coors, and how far behind the Rockies are and just compared to other rotations, especially rotations within their division. But is this team is is this season and 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 a hundred losses enough to really change the mind of Dick Momford? Out of everything that he's let go, out of everything, does this does this season in particular really signify a big enough change? Do we really think the Rockies are going to make coaching personnel changes in the offseason? No, I don't think so. Even though you can sit and, po- and 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 point and look at it and focus on and say the Rockies starters are getting worse. We've seen these pitchers be better. What is going on with the amount of Tommy John surgeries that are that are happening within the Rockies organization and pitcher injuries that are happening within the organization? These questions don't have clear answers. And so when I consider this season and when I consider where the Rockies go from here, this has to set the standard of you can't go through a season like this again. You can never uh, uh, build your roster in a way that can allow this to happen. Maybe it's maybe, I mean, the injuries, maybe you just talk it up to freak all, all that stuff. Sure. But to not have a single member of your starting rotation not finish the season. That's a huge problem. That is a massive problem. And when your only other options of adding starting pitching to your team are going to young guys and going to guys that haven't had a lot of time and and, and continuing to use as many arms as possible, which in this season makes sense. Bring them up. Get some major league experience. That's a good idea or going to the waiver wire for the slim pickings of, of what's left of, 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 of starting pitching as the only way you can bring in major league ready pitchers to your, your, your system is, is the waiver wire. That's a problem. And it's not a problem. I see the Rockies fixing in 2024. It's not a problem. I see the Rockies fixing in, in, in 2025. I think the Rockies are going to bank on, out hitting or getting back to a moment and getting back to a place where they will win the nine seven ball game and be the dominant course field team and keep riding the wave at, at uh, away from course field. We know that this team can invest more in, in analytics and it does, but they need to invest in analytics the right way because they, it, we, we, we've talked all three seasons. The biggest problem for the Rockies is solving the core is is solving the road issues. This team looks like it's a completely different team on the road. This team looks like it has a completely different approach on the road. And that needs to be addressed. There are these big glaring issues that the Rockies are 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 such outliers in pitching and and a, and road performance. They cannot continue. 
So while I, I, I sit and, and am encouraged by the defense and the infield and some of the offensive potential, because I'm not really all that confident in the future power anyway, because I need the Rockies, I need Rockies players hitting 30 home runs this season, not 20. And we need multiple hitting 30 or at least 25 plus for this team to really be back in a situation and for, for I think these players to really reach their potential. I don't think it's crazy to, to, to get to a point where I want to expect 25 home runs from Nolan Jones and, and Montero. And if, and if Zeke can, can hit the ball out of the yard, like he's shown this year, sitting around 20 should be good for him. And, and Mac should be hitting 30. Rogers should be hitting around 30. Like, but you can't just wave your magic wand to make this happen because the Rockies have to the Rockies have to completely re, look like a completely different ball club next year and going forward for us to be confident that that things are really on the right track. And right now that's a lot of work and that's a lot of change and I just don't know if the Rockies can pull it all off. So I expect 2024 to be better. How much better? I think it'll be another season of finding silver linings and navigating the tough stretches, but maybe the team will surprise me and maybe the team will be able to really, uh, to build off of what they think are, are the positives, the few that there may be and the, and, and, and some of the things that come out of this season. We'll see. One thing that we know for sure, the Rockies need to be better if they want to win games this season and avoid the triple-digit loss mark is being better with runners in scoring position and with runners on base. That was a massive issue in this series against the Cubs here uh, over the weekend, and let's talk about that coming up next here on Locked on Rockies. But before we do that... Got to tell you about our friends at Sleeper. Sleeper's got you covered with 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball, and that includes the playoffs. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is with studs like Acuna, Betts, and more. Pick more or less on stats like, like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more for up to 100 times payout on Sleeper. You can also do it for your favorite Rockies player. Maybe you're looking to uh, cash in on your knowledge of the Colorado Rockies and what you think their trends are going to be. Maybe you're feeling confident in Charlie Blackman or Chris Bryant to get a couple of hits here and take down the Dodgers as they're back at Coors Field. Well, you can do so. And like I said, you can get 100 times your cash with our promo code. Use the promo code Locked On and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Yes, that's right. A $100 match on your first deposit at Sleeper when you use the promo code locked on terms and conditions do apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. Again, sleeper.com use that promo code locked on for that hundred dollar match on your first deposit. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Rockies podcast and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where you can check us out there. You can also find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app alongside your Colorado Rockies play-by-play. Don't miss out on all the Rockies games for the rest of the season with SiriusXM. You can check it out there. Uh, so kind of going just my mindset and where my thought process is with the team as the official highest total number of losses in a season has been achieved by the Rockies and counting. Um, and I wanted to point to big misstep opportunities here for the Rockies this weekend. And, and it comes in the form of leaving runners on. And uh, again, it can kind of correlate to some other issues as well. 
uh, when the team continues to strike out at the rate that they do. Uh, in the finale for the Rockies against the Cubs there, the one-run loss, the 3-4 to four loss there, the Rockies go one for five with runners in scoring position and leave four runners on base. Flashback to the second game of the series here where the Rockies lost 6-3 to three, uh, in the second game of the series. Well, the Rockies certainly were not without chances because they left 11 on and went two for 14 with runners in scoring position in game number two against the Cubs and in the opener in which the Rockies were blanked six to nothing. The Rockies go 0 for seven with runners in scoring position and leave 10 on. You're not going to, I mean, that's, that's, that is a lack of clutch hitting. That is a lack of production. That is, is the that's where the Rockies are missing the LeMahieu, Arenado story. Like like those guys, why they were so crucial and critical and Charlie Blackman at that at that peak and but you know Blackman's been contributing to this team. They don't have the guys that that just bring that like man, runners are on, we got a great chance to score here. Even with even with Nolan Jones, even with Tovar, uh, you know, and and the extra base hits. They're still missing in these key moments. A big, big, big storyline to watch as we watch the 2024 Rockies and get things started next year is how this team handles runners in scoring position and, and runners on on the road to start the year next year. They have been a, a key reason why they're setting this new franchise mark is right there. The Rockies had situations in every single one of those games to do damage, to drive in runs, and they fell short. And a lot of them come on strikeouts. A lot of them come in moments where they're going to really sink the game. The Rockies go down on strikes. They get non-competitive outs in those situations. That's where the series was lost there. Yes, the starting, yes, the pitching could have been better. Two games where the pitch where the often or the pitching gives up six runs. But it ain't helping when you're not boosting any confidence and you're missing out on your situations to help back up your pitcher, recoup some of the lead, and do damage with runners in scoring position. Double digits, lobs, double digit lobs. Multiple times going going oh one, one for four to two. What was it? Two for fourteen we read there. That can't happen. It can't happen in key situations, and that is a key factor to why the Rockies lose on the road. You got to be better in those moments. You got to be able to capitalize, and you got to be able to take teams down. I mean, the key moments here. I mean, that's a. I mean, that's a. That's a Chicago Cubs team that was that was looking at being knocked out. The Rockies could have could have delivered a knockout blow. Instead. They fall short yet again, and they—it's it, not a complete—it's not a complete nine innings from an from the entire team. It's just—it it was just another moment where you—you you, the, the game ends and you just sigh and say, "Well, that's the Rockies." If you're going to beat the Dodgers, if you want a chance at home here, you got to be better in those situations, and that's got to be an adjustment this team's got to make. And but hey, they're going back to course, so they hopefully should be a little bit more effective there. But 
too many times where the Rockies are are missing out on opportunities to build on leads that they already have had or missed out on opportunities to get back in ball games and it was completely highlighted in this in this series with the Rockies inability to drive in runs and and score with runners in scoring position. Disappointing, but two series left for the Rockies in 2023. The Dodgers and the Rockies match up here at Coors Field as the Rockies will finish uh, with a little bit of a homestand Dodgers and then the twins here as we are rolling through basically the, la the, the last full week of the season for the Colorado Rockies here as uh, they will be and the, the season will be over for the Rockies a week from today. Locked on Rockies will still be here. Uh, we'll still be bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. You can find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Now that you've made us your first listen of the day, why don't you go make Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, and Locked On Buffs your second listen of the day. Lots to talk about in Colorado sports these days. So don't miss out with all the great coverage on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.